Greetings and welcome to the Dan York Report, episode number three. It's Dan York, and for a 19 to 20 hour period over yesterday into today, May 7th into 8th, 2013, the entire country of Syria just disappeared from the internet. Poof! Gone! Could not get to any sites inside of Syria, nor could people inside of Syria get to any other sites outside um, the country on the internet. Now, of course, given the massive unrest happening in that country right now, there was immediately a hue and cry raised across the media and social media that this was an action by the government of Syria to clamp down on protesters, to block the opposition forces, to engage in military action of their own. And all of that may actually be true. We have no real idea of knowing exactly why it went offline. What we can know from multiple different sources, people at firms like Renesis, Akamai, uh, Google, BGPmon, etc., all can point out to when all the traffic disappeared from coming in and out of Syria. And then similarly, where it came back on 19 to 20 hours later. Now, it is back up, and the government of Syria is stating on their website that they, or on the state-run news service, that uh, there was a problem, a malfunction, one of the fiber optic, in a fiber optic cable. And that is what caused this outage. Now, that Maybe, or it may have been an action by the government, but it points out that there is some level of fragility within many parts of the Internet access. Uh, the folks at Renesis had pointed out that there were three cables that were bringing actual Internet connectivity into Syria. And while I don't know the specifics, I would note that in the map, they all appear to terminate the same location inside of Syria. So it very well may have been some kind of single point of failure, some kind of issue that happened there. Because if you think about it, all of our internet access that we have, you know, it comes down to uh, having some kind of access to IP, to TCP IP. Now it may be a physical cable coming out of your house, a fiber optic cable or a copper line or whatever else. It may be radio waves for your cell phone or for some other device, or maybe microwave or satellite or whatever, but you have some kind of physical layer connection there. And many of us in our homes typically have only one, and so if that goes down, our house is offline, our services are offline. Many of us might have multiple connections through our cell phone and through our, our regular connections to the Internet. So we may have multiple choices there, but there is this inherent fragility in some way. But there's an interesting point that was raised on a, a blog, the Renesis blog, by somebody named uh, James Cowie, who writes today, Syrian Internet dot dot fragility, where he talks about the fact that this has happened before. The Syrian internet has disconnected in, in a couple of times. He mentions June 2011, July 2012, August 2012, and then this in November 2012 as well. You know, the nation just disappeared for some period of time. And it points again to this, to the fragility. But James also writes to think about, he talks about anti-fragility, and he references a book called Anti-Fragile, but he says that it's a property of systems that gets stronger when they're challenged by stress. It's not merely robustness or resilience. It's an anti-fragile system actually gets better when you try to break it. And it's, it's, uh, it's interesting to think about and, and read about and think how this works in some of what he wrote. And I'll put a link up in the notes for this show. But he ends with saying, so what does all this mean for Syria and its internet neighborhood? One has to look past short-term dysfunction and think about what comes next. Every significant internet disconnection and the local and global reaction of outrage and dismay sends an important signal about the fragility of the underlying system. 
It makes single points of failure and control visible so that those fragilities can be found and fixed and the internet as a whole can continue to, to gain strength from disorder. And it's an interesting point because if you think about it, this outage has again highlighted that there are these challenges, these problems. It may be that people who are working within Syria will redouble their efforts to find other alternative connections, other means of doing it. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's an interesting property, interesting thing, but it's, you know, as a whole country disappears for whatever reasons it may have done, uh, whether it was something as benign as a, as a technical malfunction or whether it was actual some government action, and again, we'll never precisely know, perhaps, it points out again this importance of having redundancies, of having resilience built into the system, and points out the fact that as we see these and bring this to light, we do find a way to route around those issues and make those connections even better and stronger. And one would hope that that will be one of the outcomes out of here. I'm glad that the internet is back up for those folks in Syria and they're able to connect out and people are able to connect in. And I hope that this was just a blip, but let's see where that all goes. In the meantime, it is something to certainly be thinking about and in our own lives as well. What kind of single points of failure exist in our connectivity to the internet? Do we have multiple mechanisms? Do we have ways to get out there? What can we do to ensure that our connectivity is as resilient and as redundant, as, as capable as possible to survive any kind of issues that are out there? That's all for now. You can comment on this at soundcloud.com slash danyork or leave a message on one of the social networks to which this will be posted. You can find more of my writings and audio at danyork.me. Thank you for listening.